What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener. And today we're talking about some of the best medicinal plants that you can add to your garden. Now, one thing I love about gardening, especially plants, is that we don't know everything about them. And even though we think we do, we don't. One thing we do know is that there have been certain plants that have been used since the beginning of time. Indigenous cultures worldwide have been practicing herbal medicine and passing this information down for generations. And it looks or it seems as if some of this information has been forgotten. But not to worry, today we're going to talk about some plants that you can add to your garden or that you may already be growing in your garden that possess many different medicinal benefits. So the first one we're going to start with is calendula. Now, calendula is grown for its bright flowers, and people have been using this plant since the beginning of time. Throughout history, people have used the flowers of calendula to color food and for different cosmetic uses as well as teas. The buds are resinous and possess medicinal properties. So calendula can be used to infuse different oils. And once you infuse these oils, you can then use them to make all sorts of skincare products. Calendula is also known to be a digestive aid, meaning that tea made from the flowers is good in aiding any digestion problems you may have. Another medicinal plant that you can add in your garden is chamomile. Now, like calendula, chamomile is grown for its flowers. It is also a digestive aid. The oils in chamomile help relax the muscle lining of the digestive tract and stomach muscles. Chamomile tea has been known to aid in de-stressing and even to treat insomnia. That's why if you check out any of the sleepy time teas, you'll see that chamomile is one of the main ingredients. Another dope thing about chamomile is that it stimulates the immune system to produce more white blood cells. So you could say that chamomile is known for boosting your immune system's health. Another medicinal plant that anyone can grow in their garden is comfrey. Comfrey is a member of the borage family. Be careful wherever you place this in your garden, though. Some people report that whenever they come in contact with the leaves, it causes their skin to itch. Now, I have personally never experienced this, but I'm not saying it's not true. Like many of the other plants on this list... Comfrey has been used for centuries. When it comes to this plant, what we're looking for is the roots and the leaves. People use the leaves to make infused oils. And once they infuse the oils, they use this oil to make all sorts of skincare products. Some people even ingest small amounts of comfrey and say that it is another digestive aid. Comfrey is one of my favorite plants to grow in any garden, and that is because you can use the leaves to create a nutrient-rich liquid fertilizer. The fourth plant we have is garlic. Now, what's crazy is most people only associate garlic with its culinary benefits. People seem to forget that garlic is a medicinal plant. Garlic contains antiviral, antibacterial, and even antifungal properties. When taken internally, garlic can help fight common colds in cases of the flu. Garlic can help prevent heart disease. It can even strengthen your immune system. Another plant that we should all be growing that should be in everyone's herb garden is rosemary. Now, rosemary is a member of the mint family, and it is a hardy perennial. It does well when grown in containers or raised beds. It has a distinct aroma 
from its oily leaves, and it's one of the most well-known scents around the world. It can be used as a digestive aid. It can be used for its decongestant properties. Centuries ago, people used rosemary as a preservative. They would wrap meat in rosemary to help prolong the amount of time before the meat went rancid. Like garlic, rosemary also contains antiviral, antibacterial, and antifungal properties. Rosemary is also rich in antioxidants. Now, another medicinal plant that people often already have in their garden and they just don't realize it is oregano. Now, oregano is also a member of the mint family. We grow the oregano for the stems and the leaves. Now, be careful with oregano, though, because it can spread and it will take over your entire garden. Oregano contains two oils that possess similar properties as over-the-counter expectorants. A tea made from oregano leaves can help loosen phlegm from chest congestion. Also, it's a good way to help soothe sore throats, coughing, and bronchial problems, as well as headaches. It is known to be a digestive aid because it helps soothe the muscle and stomach linings. Like a lot of the other herbs on this list, it also contains high levels of antioxidants. And don't forget about those antibacterial properties that oregano possesses. So next time you have a cold, before reaching for the Dayquil, maybe try consuming some oregano tea. The next plant we have is lavender. And lavender is also a member of the mint family. What's crazy is since the days of Egypt, people have believed that lavender purified the mind and the body. Now, whenever you go to grow lavender, just know lavender does not like moist soil, okay? It likes well-drained soils, so it does extremely well in containers. If you're looking for a way to de-stress and make your own sleep aid, then look no further than lavender flowers and some lavender leaves. Drop that into some hot water and you have a great nighttime tea recipe. Lavender also contains antibacterial properties. A tea made from lavender flowers is said to help aid anybody with a sore throat. The next plant we have is lemon balm. Can you guess what family that's in? That's right. It is also in the mint family. Now, this is a favorite of all honeybees and other pollinators. Not only does it contain medicinal benefits, but the pollinators will thank you for planting it. Ingesting lemon balm or even just smelling lemon balm essential oils has been known to relieve stress and anxiety. Merely brushing up the leaves will release these oils into the air and will help you become calmer instantly. Lemon balm is also a digestive aid, just like a lot of the other members of the mint family. The next plant we have here is just straight mint. With hundreds of varieties to choose from, there is a mint plant out there for everyone. After eating a large meal, by simply chewing some mint stems, you can help ease your stomach pain. Mint is divided into two categories, peppermint and spearmint. They both contain the same medicinal properties, but it is said that spearmint is a little bit more potent. Chewing mint leaves can help relieve toothaches. Now this is due to the menthol content. Also, mint contains a high mineral content of potassium, calcium, manganese, iron, and even magnesium. Mint is rich in antioxidants, vitamin A, C, B6, and a bunch of other things. Mint is aromatic, it's a diuretic, it's antiseptic, 
It's anti-parasitic, antibacterial. I mean, this is just one of those things that you want to make sure you are growing in your garden. Now, be careful. If you plant mint directly into your garden, it will take over. Did I mention that mint tea can help treat nausea, headaches, indigestion, colds, and even cases of the flu? The next plant we have is thyme. Thyme is also a member of the mint family and another one of my favorite plants to grow. Like other plants on this list, people only tend to associate thyme with its culinary benefits, forgetting that it was first known as a medicinal crop. This low-growing ground cover is grown for its leaves and flowers. In my opinion, no herb garden is complete without thyme. Here's a tip for growing thyme. Make sure that you do not overwater the plant. Thyme likes dry soil as well. Now, thyme is a perennial, okay? But after a few years in the garden or harsh summer temperatures, thyme will become woody and you may need to replace it. It's easy to propagate from cuttings or simply dividing the roots. Thyme, just like oregano, is an expectorant. The oil in the leaves helps clear out coughs and remove mucus. Drop a few sprigs of thyme into hot water, steep, and enjoy. The essential oils in thyme contain antiviral and antifungal properties. Therefore, consuming thyme can help fight infections and suppress colds. You can even use thyme as a digestive aid. Think about it. It's a member of the mint family. Another plant we need to make sure that we are all growing, that is sage. Now, sage is a member of the mint family. It's known for having antibacterial properties. It's also known for being a digestive aid. It's rich in antioxidants and even contains antiviral and anti-infection properties. Now, the last thing we have on our list is echinacea. Now, echinacea is a member of the aster family. It contains antiviral, antifungal, and antibacterial properties. The roots of the echinacea plant even contain a natural antibiotic. By simply consuming echinacea oil or tinctures made from echinacea, you can help strengthen your immune system. Echinacea helps strengthen the immune system by increasing T-cells production. Echinacea even contains a chemical in the roots, which encourages skin cells to produce new tissue and heal wounds faster. Not to mention, it even has anti-cancer properties. So these are some common medicinal plants that you can easily add to any garden. Whether you're in a raised bed, an in-ground bed, or a container garden, it doesn't matter. Some advice? Be careful because some of these plants like to spread and they will take over your entire garden. So before planting them directly into the garden, I recommend growing them in a container first. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener. And you know what I need for you to do? I need for you to like this, share this, tell a friend or two, all that good stuff, man. Thanks for everything. Thanks for rocking with Big City Gardener. And don't forget to get outside, get your hands in the dirt, and just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out.
Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it. <laughs>